Welcome to another episode of Design on Purpose, the Wordplay Studio podcast. Here we are again, episode six or five. I think it might be six. We're getting there either way. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, it feels like we're just getting started, doesn't it? But it's um, And it feels like a blink since last week we recorded one. And here we are again. And, um, you know, it's quite late on a Monday night because we've been under the pump a bit lately with work which has been good um and it's kind of funny just thinking about the just been reflecting on our um our self-love episode and thinking about all the things we said there and and trying to make sure they're front of mind whilst going through you know when when things are getting busy like they are now um but um today we wanted to explore a topic around i guess it's around perfectionism um and what that means and uh, what drives perfectionism and... and um, is, is it about perfectionism or is it about not letting perfect get in the way of progress? That's definitely what it's about. <laughs> 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 yes, well, that's it. So maybe that's a, that's a good place to, to start. Do you want to explain a little bit about perfect getting in the way of progress? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, for us, especially as, as designers, as, as creatives, I think per, uh, perfection can really kind of um, block you in a way. I think a lot of uh, designers or creatives uh, feel like hesitant to release something until it is perfect and, and that can really hold you back. And I think what we've learned uh, over time and in our uh, learning this MG Taylor methodology is like, you know, that's one of the axioms that we use is don't let perfect get in the way of progress uh, because what we've learned is that it's better to get stuff out, get feedback early and often and just iterate until something gets better. And if you if you wait till something's really, really perfect, you might miss the opportunity to make it even better than it would have been if you released it when you perceived it to be perfect. Mm, yeah, and you probably wouldn't even release it at all because it was never going to be perfect in the first place. Yeah, well, that's that's definitely something I can speak from experience. Is is uh, you know, over the year, you know, when you're when you're learning something or or um, you're, I guess, wanting to put yourself out there with something, there is this tendency to sort of not put yourself uh, out like like there's a little bit of fear I guess that can come with with that and and it, and I guess perfectionism can almost be I've, I've had it described to me as another form of fear in a way and I know that there's also perfectionism perfectionism in the sense that like you're saying it's like getting feedback earlier so you can iterate and make something better but also it's like I guess that that's that's also letting go of of I guess um this sort of mental picture of how something should be the standard mm. of something and opening the doors and allowing um, more to be possible with it. Yeah, totally. And I think like it's, it's kind of this idea of like an M MVP as well, isn't it? It's like would you really wait until a product or uh, um, something that you were working on in terms of a business was had all the bells and whistles and everything that you envisioned and you were going to wait until you had it all nutted out before you mm. – um, release it to the world or do you kind of get the most simple version of what you can achieve at that time to get a little bit of feedback um, so that you can start riffing off that? Mm, oh, totally. Because you see a lot of the time, you know, you can invest so much time, money, resources, um, also, you know, a lot of emotional, you know, investment into a project, um, whether you're, you know, an entrepreneur, an artist, a business owner, whoever, or, or um 
you know, even an athlete or somebody I'd imagine too, it's like not, um, you know, waiting for the per- all the perfect conditions to uh, magically align for you to then mm. um, step out and, and um, execute this, you know, this plan that you've got yeah. when really uh, that's not how the world works. No. Like if you look at a really good musician, uh, for example, our friend like Lewis is amazing, amazing musician, but like was he always an amazing musician or did he invest many, many, many hours of time consistently over a long period of time with dedication and over time became this like amazing musician? Mm. You know, like when you see him play, it's like, you know, it kind of blows your mind. But like, you know, how it would be so interesting to see how, how, how he started, what was his first, you know, week of, of, of music like. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same with anything. It's like with this podcast too, it's like, you know, we started, we, we've held back on the podcast for such a long time and, and it's been something that I think there's been fear there and there's been a little bit of hesitation because we didn't really want to put ourselves out there too much. But, but, uh, and then we do have a, we do have a pretty good, like we did invest a bit in setting it up. So, so it was nice visually when we, when we wanted to do the podcast. But this isn't also our first podcast. Like it's, now we're at the stage where we are going, okay, we're actually committing to this being a real thing for us. Um, hence why we're here 10 o'clock on a Monday night, making sure we've got an episode done this week. Um, but, you know, in the past we've done audio podcasts before that were quite lo-fi. We've, um, you know, experimented with videos. But there definitely has been this element of holding back in a way, like because we, we look back and go, oh, shit, like, you know, Instagram or this or that. It's like all these things that, and I guess we touched on this in, in previous episodes of like always putting clients first, or other uh, always putting other people first rather than putting yourself because it's kind of like a muscle too. And it's, I feel like with this stuff, if you're not flexing it or, or training that muscle regularly, you know, like podcasting weekly or something like that, like I already feel like we're getting more comfortable doing this and we've got, you know, we, we're, we're, you know, it's, we're starting this journey of learning something mm. and, and that's exactly what it, what it is. This, like you're saying with music or, or an MVP or something, it's like you're putting yourself in the position of learning, but you're also having to be a bit vulnerable in the process because that's how you're getting yourself out there. You're kind of putting yourself in the spotlight going, Oh, oh shit. Well, we don't really, we've got two lights here. They're not really spotlights but, um, and not many people are watching the, the podcast yet, but, um, but, you know, and that's kind of the irony of it too. You're like, oh, I don't want to put myself out there. You put yourself out there, but you don't have an audience yet anyway. So it's like, it's kind of like a, a bit oh, of Oh, your mum watches the podcast. Oh, yes. Shout outs to my mum. Number one fan. <laughs> I'm <a> queen. <laughs> First follower on the, on the Instagram and, and YouTube. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, it's exactly that. It's like learning to flex that muscle um, regularly so it becomes more normal when you're being uncomfortable or vulnerable, like in a situation like this or, or in, in, you know, it's the more of the, the situations that make you vulnerable is the more growth you're going to get. And it's like, if you can continually put yourself and actually put that into some sort of rhythm in your week that you're regularly doing like a gym routine or like learning jujitsu or whatever, um, you're going to start to see results and, and build something. Mm. It definitely does feel a lot easier I don't, I still don't enjoy like, you know, getting ready to do the podcast. It still makes me a bit, feel a bit uncomfortable. But, um, but yeah, it's, we're just kind of like diving in there, aren't we? We're, we're committed to it. And, 
and it's something that we're gonna we're doing every week and we're not trying to make it perfect just you know yet we're just kind of flowing we, we there's topics that we talk about all the time that you know when we're, we're not really investing too much in planning for each episode are we we're kind of just rolling with it and it's going to be interesting to see how it grows and uh yeah I'm, I'm keen to get some people in as well oh yeah well that's part of it too isn't it <clears throat> so um is uh you know even even this space that we're in right now we've just slowly tweaked it to suit the needs as we as we progress on this on this journey and we're looking at kind of opening it up in a way and and so we can have a different format for when we invite people but um but yeah it's been like a there's no real reason to yeah i guess to to like wait for the ideal like what is the ideal time for this you know it's like now there's only other there's only ever now uh, all the time, but it's, you know, it's really like a mental game and, and a, I guess a feeling of knowing like, you know, this is it, like I've got to actually do this mm. because you can kind of make excuses for so long, for years and years and, oh, I don't have the right camera or, or don't, I don't know what I'm talking about, but like everyone's got so much stuff to talk about. We're mm. always talking and thinking and yeah. you know, having life experiences that you can yeah, yeah. talk about and share. What about uh th- that axiom um don't let perfect get in the way of progress in terms of like a design process or like a design shop or something like that because we do we do yeah we do talk about that we that's a axiom that when i first heard it i think it just like isn't hitting the nail on the head for me i was like oh my gosh don't let perfect get in the way of progress you know it's such a great because when you're really um into something and you're doing deep work on something it is kind of easy to go a little bit tunnel vision on some things well i find it anyway like when you're you know you get really into a task or into a a, um, mode of research or something but then when somebody especially in a design shop or a facilitator is like you know don't let perfect get in the way of the progress you immediately snap out and kind of like zoom out a little bit and go, oh, okay, like, am I spending too much time polishing this part here when there's other things that need to be addressed that are probably going to give, like, is is what I'm doing right here actually going to give me the value that I'm spending on it versus moving on to these other pieces that, are, that need to also be worked mm. on simultaneously? Yeah, and, like, I know we talked about Gary V last, like, episode. We always talk about Gary We, always v. Talk we about love Gary, Gary v. We, we do love <laughs> Gary v. But, like, there's a perfect example Oh, he yeah. just drew his NFTs. Like, oh, yes. he's, you know, I'm not going to knock his artwork. I like it. It's cool. <laughs> but, like, you know, a lot, if a lot of that would have stopped a lot of people, but he's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to draw these things and, and, and they're cool. And, and now they're kind of going to the next stage for their next release. They've kind of um, added, added more detail. Yeah, it's really smart the way he did that. And it's, it's smart, but it's also, that's exactly what he's been. That's the muscle he's been flexing for so long and, and mm. talking about too a lot is just getting stuff out there and building an audience. So when you do get something out there, you've got an audience to to um, to share with. Um, and and yeah, it's not really, you know, because art, arts or, or the, the I guess the, the, the detailing or the finished aspect of design is important, but it's it's not really the be all and end all, is it? It's really the the process that goes into something and, and bringing people along on the journey and also um, the the meaning that it has behind it more so than the visual itself. But I, you know, and I, I love visuals and I've definitely, like, like I said before, it's like I've had many, um, I think I've flexed a lot of actually 
letting perfect like when i'm like when i'm doing lettering or something like that and i taught myself drawing i'd always be sort of like kind of like obsessing over details and things like that and you kind of get in that that sort of headspace but then you know you learn that that's not everything there's so much more to you know it's mm. not everyone's even looking even noticing a lot of this stuff too which is a bit of a, a mind shift when you start to realize how much you know it's energy and time you invest into something that's not really you know getting yeah, you the best results and you're kind of keeping it in your own head like you're not allowing for any other input or feedback to come in so it's kind of you can kind of get past the point where where something was was potentially a good idea and then it starts you start to form rigidity around these concepts or ideas and then it kind of you know it, it, it doesn't allow for really for emergence so you know and, and and when you think of like painting um you know an artist painting it's like there is a point where you can overdo it mm. i think there's a real art to knowing when to put down the paintbrush because if you continue and you keep keep going without giving time for for things to rest and to stand back and to to look at something with fresh eyes you kind of you can really kind of but add too many things, add too much and, and take away the the simplicity or the, so the beauty of the the idea or, or that, you know. Design. And when you've gone too much, it's over. Like you, it's very hard to subtract, like to get it back to that point. It's sort of like mm. it's gone. Um, that's a really interesting, interesting point for sure. And, and remember when we used to do like – uh, design proposals and like presentations and stuff like that and we used to really like design them like really we put so much effort like we still put effort into our proposals and and and, and we put a lot of thought into it but it's it, different now like we would really kind of design things and everything would be very polished and mm-hmm. and whatever and now we just go rapid like do a sketch you know draft some process or ideas out on the page take a snapshot, chuck it in the proposal, mm. you know, and or maybe we scribe it now a little bit yeah. and, and it's a bit more sketchy or drafty. And yeah. that it kind of gives people more input like because it doesn't seem to them like you've already done, you've already finished something. Well, that's a, that's a critical point. Um, well, there's two points I'm, I'm thinking of there, but one, one is that when something does look polished – you can't get feedback. It's very hard to give feedback on it because it's it's done. Like you're saying, it's like hard to invite. It doesn't look inviting to to um, critique or to to give give uh, feedback into like because it sort of looks already done. Mm. Um, and the second point um, is like it's built for purpose too. It's like because some things do need to be polished, you know, especially in design. Well, you know, like an airplane's design has to be very. Um, you know, perfect to a degree, you know, but it's... Um, but it know, didn't start like that. Of, of course, it didn't start like that. It starts like that. with a model, like an idea, and then they start with models, and then they go from models to, you know, fleshing out ideas and engineering and and, and, and all and all that. So it doesn't... That aeroplane is the perfection. That is the, the end result. Yes, yes. But it starts with a pencil. Of course. Or even an idea and then a pencil. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that the the form that, um, like, if you go too far, it's like that. Like, it's like the form that you're using, or the 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 level of detail that you're going to needs to fit for the purpose. And and like you're saying, like further down the the along the design process, it's going to become more refined and more, um, and and even though I, 
another thing that I've been think like I guess realizing is that perfection doesn't really exist either. It's like well everything's perfect the way it is all the time anyway. But it's like this sort of benchmark or this guide. But it's more about like meeting its function and serve and mm. and doing its job more so than it being perfect because perfect perfect's a little bit of a, this thing that's like hard to uh, grasp. Yeah, and you can't you can't get that without feedback. Like that's just not how the universe works. It's not how nature works. Like animals, plants, they are iterating based on what the feedback what feedback they're getting from the environment. So it's like, do you keep you know, did a snail just come because it come out of into the <laughs> into the world because it was someone's idea or you know, for how many ever thousands of years and then all of a sudden it's just this perfect snail or did it start off as something like a single cell organism and start to to grow and evolve evolve and adapt and change to the environment that it was in or you know how how did that come to be mm. yeah well there's a few there's a few theories on that though isn't there yeah there is and I, I don't know <laughs> we, we don't have to get into that I don't <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, but but I guess back to maybe not another right analogy, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's like well, yeah, well, it just depends on the definition of perfect too, because that's what I'm kind of saying is like perfect's like a, a first first of all, perfect's a word as well, right? It's a, like does nature think of perfect perfe- perfection? Nature just is perfect, you know, or it is it, and it and it is what it is, which is, you know, it is a beautiful thing. Um, but we have this sort of thing where we have this idea of what something perfect can be, and that's and that's um. You know, it can be quite like also in in culture. You know, um, just thinking of of um, you know, not putting yourself out there as well. It's like sort of like I don't know. There's like this this percent like uh, I guess perception that you uh, well, it could be a self perception, but it's like of you being good at something. And like when you're putting yourself out there, like it's it's almost like you're having to let go of like being perfect you know you're just like we're not the best podcasters in the world but we're going to do it anyway you know and we're going to work towards something rather than waiting f- to be good at something before we um yeah. you know just dive dive in and and uh get good at it by yeah. being by putting ourselves out there yeah i think that's like especially in australia you know that's it's really hard to put yourself out there because there right. is this kind of culture here and i'm not, not sure how many people are aware of it but in Australia, there is this thing called like tall poppy syndrome. So if you kind of put your head out, and I don't know if that comes from like penal colony like days or whatever it was, but if you if you step up or you put your head out there, people tend to kind of like chop you down. Mm. It's just a cultural thing. Like I didn't really experience that in 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 the states like when I when I was there, um, but I think Australia definitely has that kind of culture. It it does, and. It- and it kind of sucks in a way because, you know, like especially when you're growing up, like well, for me anyway, like I did have fear of um, or I did, I guess not, there was fear obviously of, of putting myself out there but as well as this kind of need or like want of a cultural community that is supportive because that's yeah. like one of the hardest things is like getting through the mental, I guess, barriers of, yeah, like putting like, – because that's all it is is like a mental barrier of like why you can't just be – totally open and free all the time because you're like worried about what other people think mm. of you or how you're going to be perceived or what your parents are going to think or your family, all this bullshit. It's like, um, you know, if, if none of that existed, you'd just be like, Phew, you know, yeah. just going for it all the time yeah. with no way less tension and, and uh, friction uh, in your mindset and, and in your emotion. And there, I think there is like this uh, kind of, 
feeling or, or idea rather like that you have to be perfect like like social media exactly. is a really big yeah. promoter of that like you look at people's really nicely curated social media profiles and they're like really projecting these like perfect lifestyles and not 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 saying that everyone's intentionally doing that but you're not really posting it's curated anyway it's like curated, to whatever it's degree curated. yeah so that kind of gives you a a bit of a warped perception of reality as well i think it definitely does like even um you know some of these social media platforms these days have been in trouble for kind of inciting it almost because they know that um you know especially teenagers and stuff these days like they're so obsessed with well, some of them are anyways, like with the image because of social media, because it is so much like image based and people are constantly comparing themselves to, to other people. And it can really lead to a, a pretty miserable existence if you're yeah. c- constantly living through comparison, staring at someone else's life that's a curated version of the reality anyway. Um, and you're missing out on just being, you know, who you are and, and, um, and following your own mm. you know, um, path that's it and not worrying about all this other stuff but it's it's so difficult you know like there's just so much to you know compare yourself to you know as well it's like it's very easy to go oh shit like I'm this age or I'm this or my bank account's like this or I'm not tall or whatever like short it's just like you can constantly do it and find reasons not to do things you know it's so easy to find excuses to not do something, not be, you know, go, go get fit or not, um, I don't know, find love or whatever it is. It's like you can always, um, all that's possible. But when you start to just like, you know, look around at external sources and hope that one day it will, the stars will align and perfection will emerge and it will be the perfect day for something to happen for you. Um, it's not really going to, it's, um, you know, it's a bit of a fantasy that. And a bit of a hard reality oh, too. Oh no, is that true? And I thought, well, that's what I'm realising. <laughs> you know, and I think that goes back to it too. It's like this this muscle <laughs> this muscle memory of um yeah, like constantly yeah, like not just waiting around. You got to actually go out. You, whatever you want in your life, that you're waiting for the perfect moment for it to happen for you. It's not just going to happen for you. You've got to work. You got you got to put something in place you got to start the momentum mm. to to get to to get yourself there or at least create the energy to, to draw opportunities yeah. to you and then you're in a you're in a good place rather than you know just hoping that it's going to be better someday or perfect one day yeah and, and like sticking with it with consistency isn't it because that's something that we haven't really done with the podcast i mean we do that with our business we've done that with our practice and our methodology and our and our design work and our and our client relationships and and at the things that we do outside of the studio, like our, our sporting interests and, and fitness and things like that, music. But like, yeah, if you if you um, aren't consistently showing up and, and committed to showing up, uh, even as things aren't perfect, uh, you know, then they're never going to get a chance to get perfect. Well. that's it it's like in the face of it not being perfect that's the reason why you should be moving towards whatever you want to you know knowing where you're going because it's never going to happen any other way and that's actually part of the the process is like being uncomfortable but also the um 
what do they say? Like uh, when we're doing up creation, Gail was saying it's like transformation happens through struggle or something. It was, I think, I don't think she used the word struggle, but it was like, that's how it happens. It's like, you need to actually go. And, and that's why we love the lobster. Obviously it's like that adversity of actually going, Oh, I've got to get through get this. And yeah, get out of my shell. <laughs> you know, you're not going to become a black belt overnight by just, thinking about it or maybe you could if you're really good at manifesting well, i don't know about you but have you started doing like shrimp have you started shrimping at night yet in your bed when you turn oh over? i've i've i went through that phase <laughs> i haven't shrimped in my bed lately but i was definitely because <laughs> i've been doing waking that. up in some crazy positions dreaming about <laughs> yeah but i've noticed that like if i'm turning if i'm turning in my bed like someone mentioned this to me and i'm like no nah, no nah, that's that's not gonna happen Hit button, and then hit. I did it, and then yeah, I'm like, yeah. and then I'm like, oh wow, well, I actually <laughs> did that. Well, that's it. That's part of the uh, <laughs> part of the progression. <laughs> uh, um, and and maybe there's just one last little bit, um, and it's just going back to I think a, a, what we've we've already been talking to, but just fleshing out a little bit more is the fear aspect of it. You know, it's like why would you not? just go out and just do all the shit you want to do with your life. Why, why, why not? Is it, are you asking me? Yeah. Well, I know, you know, well, I'm trying to get an answer from you. Why wouldn't you go? Okay. Uh, like in relation to fear, like why, why are we not just going out and doing everything? Why is, why is a fear this so present in, in, in um, stopping us doing, I don't know. doing what I we think, want to do with our lives? I think there's a bit of programming there. I think, you know, people have their own degrees of trauma and personal stuff that they need to work through. Like I, I definitely find it difficult. I, I find it, um, you know, challenging the idea of actually getting in a position where you uh, are successful in a way. Like, and I don't, I don't know what successful means, but there's this whole thing around success. You know, it's like this big deal around in our in our society and, and what that means and mm. you know it, it definitely doesn't have a there's not one thing about what that means it's but there is this perception that it's around wealth and and you know celebrity and and you know or clothing or, or, yeah, clothing, or yeah like, but like look look at us like we don't we don't really give a shit about that stuff <laughs> so like even if we were successful um, we probably wouldn't be successful, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because we wouldn't really live like mm. that. Uh, I don't think too much would change. Yeah, well, well, one thing um, that uh, my coach, coach helped me last week on this was like that what is success is more a feeling than a like because you can feel successful. Like do you feel successful right now? You know, it's like it's a good time. You know? Like, yeah, sure. I'm feeling good. But like tomorrow, you know, you might have a bit of a shitter and it like, you know, yeah. don't feel so good. And it's like, you might have all the money in the bank account, but you might not feel successful then um, all the money in the world in your bank account. Sorry. Um, you know, it's not really like, it's like this kind of fake illusionary thing of like what this like one thing is when it's really a, a, a feeling that you are experiencing for yourself. And it's sort of like a choice mm. to make like, I'm and 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 to and to know like obviously you're not going to feel 100% all the time like like there's ups and downs on on yeah. these journeys but it's like knowing that it's all none of this is really like a a thing it's a bit of an illusion 
No, for me, that's not like that success is not my success at all. Mm. Like I just want to be having fun and doing really good work and be healthy, be really healthy and fit and, yeah, in, be, be challenged in the work that I'm doing. I like complexity and so I guess like, you know, if, if, if we're getting the opportunity to, to do the work that we love – because we are good at we've we've invested in ourselves and the skill set to do the work that we love and live the lifestyles that we like to live, which are simple. You know, na- we love nature and and you know all the good stuff like good food and, and friends. You know, good company and music yeah. and and we don't live we we're not really into like flashy things. Um, yeah, just just to be good. I think be good people and to continue to invest in, in ourselves and grow. And uh, yeah, just keep keep learning, and to be including other people in what we what we do learn, and mm. growing out growing our community and investing in our community. Yeah, and learning learning such a huge part of that. It's like curiosity and and learning. Like they're the the main drivers in a way of like a lot of life. You know, if you're not curious or you're not learning, you kind of feel a bit stagnant and stale. Um, but when you've got that, you know, you're really you've got something you're challenged you're yeah. you're interested you're excited because there's something like you know cu- you know you're curious about something it's like how does this thing work how does this thing come together and then you work you come to some new realization <laughs> and then you're like that's when you feel great you know you're like it's it's riveting when you like doing that sort of stuff yeah because you know you're actually growing you're, well your brain keeps growing too doesn't it like look at <laughs> yeah, look at like it keeps regenerating because yeah, yes. you're you're constantly creating more neural pathways because you're yeah. learning, and when and like you're keeping the elasticity in your brain, and that and like if you look at Matt and Gail, like they are amazing, you know, mm. like so inspiring. They're eighties, they're in their eighties, and uh, they're just so youthful. I, so, like, yeah, I don't curious, even like youthful. Sparkly. So yeah, so <laughs> so switched on. Yeah. And they're yeah they're amazing. So you know I definitely aspire to, to to be there, if I ever if I ever make it to my eighties. Who knows, eh? Who knows, yeah. One day at a time, but yeah, there's so much to so much to learn and so much to learn as you know as a human being and as a community, as a group, as a as a business. Um, you know, it's really endless. So. Uh, that should do it for today or tonight. Eh? What do you <laughs> yeah. think? Yeah, we've got to go pack. <laughs> got to go pack. Yes, we're out of the studio for the rest of the week, but we've we've ticked the podcast box, um, <laughs> which is great. And I hope everyone's been loving it. Um, you know, we've, um, like we've said, we're going to be doing these once a week uh, or at least releasing them once a week. Um, you can find us on TikTok for all the TikTokers out there. We're still <laughs> we're still trying to get into it, but um, that's where you find a lot of our clips, little bite bite sized chunks, you know, little little audio clip, uh, video clips. Sorry of of uh, the best bits of each episode. Um, you can also find us on Instagram, design on, at design on purpose, and at, as always um, on LinkedIn, Wordplay Studio, and our website www.wordplaystudio.com. What about the YouTube? Oh, and of course, YouTube, yes. Like and subscribe. That's what they say, right? Yeah. Make sure you like and yeah, subscribe. Yeah, and if you, if you guys could like <laughs> share this, you know, if, you, if you've enjoyed this podcast and you've been, been enjoying it so far, give it, give it a share or like, you know, screenshot the, the, um, the play. Yeah, I'll send it like to Like on, on Spotify and just like upload it to the story or something. 
Yeah, that's know? a good idea. That's a good idea. And if, That'd be awesome. And if any of the content that we've spoken about, you know, you think of certain friend or somebody may find it valuable, you know, just send it through to them because we would love to, yeah, just hear what everyone's thinking and, and, and hope that it's um, delivering some value to everybody. And, yep, you can leave comments in the YouTube and, and on the social platforms too. We will be there to reply. <laughs> we'll be waiting. <laughs> so, um, so, so, yeah, stay tuned for another episode and, um, and we'll be back next week um, with another topic that we haven't yet decided on what it is yet. So stay tuned. <laughs>